You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, E.J. Andrews, FGsFromTheCouch.com. And it feels like a long time since we've actually been able to talk about baseball. And yeah, there's a reason for that. As fans are aware, I sat out Wednesday and Thursday night um, in solidarity with the players who were on strike during those nights. And then Friday and Saturday was a lot of work at my day job. So it's very tiring. So I'm here with you now. Recording this during today's Orioles-Blue Jays game. They are in the top of the ninth. Tied at four after Rowdy Telez came up with the RBI single in the eighth. Um, Orioles are playing all the small ball to get... um, To get the runner on the third for Anthony Santander. I think they were trying to get Hanser Alberto up there, but hey, it's not the Orioles if best league plans don't go awry. But yeah, Anthony Bassin trying to keep this tied to give the Blue Jays a chance in the bottom of the ninth. And that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit. Um, the Blue Jays having a chance has made things so much more interesting in this season. And, you know, any other year without expanded playoffs, we're not talking about this. The Blue Jays are a nice little run, but can they actually catch up with the big teams in the American League? No, the Blue Jays are very firmly in it right now because their closest competition for that playoff spot that they're currently occupying, it's these Orioles. These Orioles that just keep keep giving them runs and letting them win games. As Santander has been walked, bringing up Jose Iglesias, who we may actually be talking about in a few minutes. But the Blue Jays finally rewarded their team with that belief that they can get things done. And they did so by acquiring Taiwan Walker from Seattle. And for those fans who were unfamiliar with Walker, who even remembered he was back on Seattle after blowing out his arm with Arizona, Walker quickly introduced himself on Saturday night with an excellent performance during the Blue Jays' shutout victory over Baltimore. Um... It was not totally pretty, as Bass has just given up a single to Iglesias to hand the lead back over to the Orioles. Freaking infield single, too. Are you kidding me? Scored Rio Ruiz. That is very, very disappointing. 
So anyway, be up to Joe Panic, Reese McGuire, and Kevin Biggio in the bottom of the ninth. Pray for us all. But anyway, let's not talk about what is looking suspiciously like a Blue Jays loss that could have been very preventable. Let's keep talking about Taiwan Walker because that was fun. That was a lovely little jaunt of a baseball game. And again, despite the fact that Walker did get into a little bit of trouble with the Orioles, he had multiple runners on base um, in a couple of the innings, but Walker maintained a level of composure that we haven't really seen out of a lot of Blue Jays batters to come in and and clean up their own messes. Walker didn't really seem rattled. He just knew he'd have to make his pitch to the next guy. And that's what he did for six shutout innings. First Blue Jays pitcher to complete six shutout innings. First pitcher to even think about seeing the seventh inning for the Blue Jays. But yeah. Scattered four hits and three walks. Struck out four. Dropped his ERA down to 327. And if that isn't enticing, I don't know what else I can do for you in this crazy mixed up world of 2020 baseball. But yeah, Walker represents something the Blue Jays haven't had in a while. And that's legitimate hope for the postseason. Legitimate belief that this team might be able to do some damage. Might be able to, you know, take out the Yankees or, you know, even step up and take out a Cleveland or a Tampa Bay. There's there's belief that this team can actually do it. And Walker isn't solely responsible for that belief. I mean, Randall Grichik's been on an absolute tear Teoscar Hernandez has seemingly made a step up. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is starting to hit. Kevin Biggio can get on base. They still don't have Bo Bichette in the lineup. But the belief is there that maybe a run is available to them. And what Walker does is not only give the Blue Jays the starting pitching and the innings that they so desperately crave... At this time. He gives the rest of the players on that team. The the note that. You know we do believe this is happening. This is something that can be. This 2020 season. And. Um, you know for another reason. Uh, that gets touched on. This week on the episode. Uh, for a Blue Jays team. That was very much in the dark. When it came to a lot of the athlete strikes this week, who apparently wanted to try and play in a thunderstorm as opposed to take a stand with the Red Sox and Jackie Bradley Jr. and say, no, we're not playing in solidarity. But no, having a guy like Taiwan Walker there who's seen a lot of stuff, whose family had lost its home in Hurricane Laura this week. Having that guy and having his experience on the team is only going to help going forward. And seeing him in the dugout last night and being able to talk with the team already and already getting settled in, it's huge. And 
I I got a lot of messages from Mariners fans yesterday. Be like, please take care of him and please make sure he, he still feels the love. We still love him in Seattle. I understand why. I feel it's already beginning to transfer to Toronto. And selfishly, I hope he stays. I I hope the Blue Jays are like, this is a guy we need to keep around and can pony up the money. I hope it's not a rental. Especially if that player to be named later turns out to be like a Griffin Conine or something. Maybe it's conditional. Who knows? Anyway, you know who knows auto parts? RockAuto.com. They're a family-owned business that's been in the industry online for over 20 years. They have a website that's very easy to navigate and helps you find the parts you need for the maker model of the car that you are working on, whether it's brake lights or motor oil or an engine control module, whatever that is. Um, Rock Auto has it all. And you can find it so easily. And it's very simple to, you know, give us a shout out when you do. They're going to ask, how did you hear about us? You can type locked in. You can type locked in. I'd rather you type locked on. Just so they don't get it mixed up. Um, And let them know that you heard from us about their amazing deals and reliably low prices. So check all that out. Find all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. Blue Jays still trail the Orioles 5-4 in the bottom of the ninth. Cole Sulcer is in, which is great if you remember what Randall Gritchick did to him last night. Joe panics aboard as the tying run at first base. So, see if the Blue Jays can pull another rabbit out of the hat, I guess. Um, and that's the, that's the question that a lot of people are wondering. Do they have any more rabbits to pull out of their hat? Um, a lot of the talk for the Blue Jays is centered on shortstops at the moment. They've been linked with Andrelton Simmons of the Angels, who is a free agent at the end of the year. Um... Uh, Dan and Buck during the broadcast last night were floating out guys like Jose Iglesias, who had that go-ahead hit for the Orioles not 10 minutes ago, and who I, I floated out on Twitter last night. It was like, you flipped TJ Zoic for Jose Iglesias? Done deal? I think it could be done. Um, but... You know, I've seen the question asked, should the Blue Jays go after more starting pitching? And they've also been linked with Lance Lynn of the Rangers, which, I mean, everyone's being linked with Lance Lynn of the Rangers. Um, We had the episode earlier this week about the Pirates and Trevor Williams, Chad Cool, Derek Holland, those guys. Um, See if there might be a fit there. Um, They've been linked with Dylan Bundy of the Angels, Jason Castro, their veteran catcher just in case they want to option Reese McGuire or something. Which might might be something. He managed to get panicked a second for Kevin Biccio, but they they need to find a hit to bring Joe Panic home. So what do we actually think the Bleakers are going to do? I personally, I think Taiwan Walker was their big move. I don't see them really spending the capital right now or 
having uh, other front offices having the faith that, you know, they can put together a package that will satisfy them enough to land a guy like Lance Lynn or, or even Dylan Bundy, who the Angels paid out to get in the previous offseason. And I think that's probably the way you should actually do this for the Blue Jays. You have so many guys who you still think can be a part of your rotation. Doesn't really do a lot to bring in another guy who you know is just going to be a rental. Like Taiwan Walker, I think there's actually a chance he could resign. And even if the price tag on his contract because he was coming off the Tommy John surgery, that made it worth it for a rental. But the price for Lance Lynn is going to be steep. And I don't know if it's worthwhile for the Blue Jays to pay that price, even with Lance Lynn being as dominant as he has been. I don't think it's worth it to to make that kind of a move. I'd be more interested in, you know, getting a fourth outfielder on the team that can actually play in the outfield. I know Derek Fisher just got reactivated, but... Come on. I would much rather have Brian Goodwin of the Angels back there. But that that is the big question for Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro and his team. Do you add more? Do you do you think you need more to try and fill this out? Because like you don't really want to touch the bullpen with how effective it's been. And that's even with Jordan Romano going out with that uh, finger strain on the weekend. You have Ken Giles working his way back. He's essentially a deadline addition. So I don't know if you really need to touch the bullpen, especially if Barucki's found his control again and you have guys like Travis Bergen, you don't have to go out and get a lefty. Um I could see maybe getting a catcher, but I think the better move would, if you're thinking of optioning either Danny Jansen or Reese McGuire, I think the better move is just promoting Caleb Joseph. Um, much cheaper than a Jason Castro will give you, you know, a decent amount of offense for a catcher, but he already knows how to handle the staff. So that'd be the move I'd make there. Um, but if the Bobachette injury is going to linger deep into September, then getting a shortstop that can handle it every day. If you're not going to give it to Santiago Espinal, then getting an everyday shortstop is going to be imperative. And I don't like the price tag that Simmons potentially has for this shortened period, but a guy like Jose Iglesias, a guy like Freddie Galvis, who also got mentioned on the broadcast last night, those short-term rental options do make sense to me, and they will come at a much cheaper price for the Blue Jays. And I know they have like the fourth best system in Major League Baseball. That's fine. Don't blow it on Andrew Simmons. Don't blow it on Lance Lynn. It's been reported Cleveland shopping Francisco Lindor. There's who you spend the capital on. There's who you go and get. If Jose Ramirez is on the trade block, that's who you go and get. That's who you spend your capital on. A guy who you're going to have for multiple years who can play in an anchor spot and can really push the team to the next level. I don't think a rental does that this year. So. That's why I worry. Now we have um, 
Two down, two on for Travis Shaw with two strikes, both on change-ups. Not feeling confident here. But, you know what, I'll keep going. I'll keep going until this game ends, and then, you know, you're basically going to be spared my mood. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, Francisco Lindor is worth that kind of patch package. Matt Chapman would be worth that kind of package. Um, definitely not Lance Lynn. So the capital should not be spent there. But, yeah, it's it's never really the big moves that make it all worthwhile in the end, right? I mean, when the Blue Jays got Troy Tulowitzki and David Price, the strikes that happened this past week, and where teams can go. One more match. Jason Moore set of locked on Canucks who got attacked. Because that that kind of hate has no place in any kind of the world. Let alone Canada. Absolutely disgusting. I hope their legs are broken. I, I, I don't want to be one of those eye for an eye people. But seriously. Screw them. They lost their right. Um, anyway, there is a GoFundMe for Justin, uh, to help with his recovery since, again, his left leg is in a rough state. So we'll be sharing the link in the episode description. Uh, give what you can. And we have a Blue Jays win. Oscar Hernandez comes through with a clutch single. Espinal and Grichik score. Toronto beats Baltimore again, 6-5. Another walk-off win. And it, and you have to give the assist to Travis Shaw on that for battling back from O2 to get the walk to get Teoscar up there. That was impressive. I, I honestly thought we were going to be talking about a loss, but it is the Orioles, I guess. I should have figured they were going to come back. But yeah, we will be talking about that on Monday, I am sure. After uh, They have a D game on Monday, so we'll do our, our episode after that. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, you can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. And yeah, we will be back with the interview, the sit down conversation that I had with Carly Webb. And we'll talk again on Monday. So enjoy that. Check it out. And until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jasonthecouch.com. I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you so much to Oscar Hernandez for being him and continuing to produce this season. And thank you all for listening. And y'all take care.